Welcome to the first episode of the Elevated State Podcast. My name is Matt, and I'm here with Trung. Yep, welcome, welcome. Um, so basically, this podcast will be about um, maximizing productivity, and it's catered to entrepreneurs and creators like Matt and myself. Mm-hmm. Um, in this first episode, we're just going to be going over our introductions, like who we are, as well as branch off into some other fun topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's get right into it. I'll ask you first, Trung, what's your story? How did you get to where you are currently today? Okay, okay. So my story begins when I was in middle school. I was pretty overweight. I mm. didn't like it. And I was tired of being kind of made fun of, basically. So... Yeah. So I ended up starting my humble beginnings at home, working out, doing push-ups and sit-ups. I ended up doing that for roughly, let's say, two years. Mm -hmm. And then I finally got a gym membership. And once I first got my gym membership, that was basically um, the beginning of everything for me. I soon got into self-improvement and because of that um, I branched off into productivity and when it comes to like the business aspect of it I started out making theme pages on Instagram like the corny theme page business theme pages you see with the motivational stuff I posted a ton of reels onto that and one of my um, theme pages actually blew up to roughly 40,000 followers, I'd say. And shortly after that, it got taken down because Zuckerberg is a loser. But <laughs> more, more on him later, actually. More, more on him later. later. More on him later. But yeah, after my page got da- got taken down, I was pretty discouraged. And um, I stopped posting content in general for like about a year. And after that year, um, like, was up i got back into posting content and i started out making um instagram themed content around uh, marketing and like sales and stuff but that didn't really feel right for me um i was al- always interested in being productive and maximizing my potential i'd say whether that's through the gym or my mind um but i eventually shifted more towards content like that and fast forward let's say I think it was like two years and now we're here and I have my own coaching program and um, I'm writing every day about what I actually enjoy not about some goofy Instagram (laughs) stuff I'd say yeah honestly that's a pretty relatable story for me as well you know or as you don't know, since this is the first episode, unless you know, you know, one of us from before this, which you might, um, I also do productivity. I have a a coaching program as well. I'm on all platforms, make YouTube videos. I write newsletters and that's where I'm at currently. But, uh, it's all started a while back. Like, like you were saying, you know, for you, it started middle school and also started in middle school for me. Now, I started my first like, business, if you want to call it. I saw it that way, but you know, it, it was a YouTube channel. I was like playing video games on it. I was like playing Fortnite all day. And I also packed on quite a lot of weight. 
I might put a picture in, in post on the screen that I just got from one of my friends a couple of days ago. And it reminded me of how far I've come when it comes to just fitness. And like, it's just, it's amazing the power of self-improvement, what that can actually do for you. It can absolutely change your life. So after I got into, or after, after that did not work out, the YouTube channel, I, no, actually I, I just went into school and I was getting straight A's eighth grade, just focusing in on um, my studies and I did pretty well. But then all of a sudden COVID hit. Hopefully we don't get demonetized. Well, this is the first episode, so. No. But hopefully we this does not get taken down for saying that the c word. But you know, <laughs> but um, yeah. So it 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 absolutely changed my life because I had a ton of free time. You know, I, you know, I was I I just had so much time after COVID hit. I wasn't in, in school all day, and naturally I started watching a bunch of YouTube and eventually I found out about self-improvement and online business YouTube, guys like Eamon Gadji, Richard Yu, Ali Abdal. I started watching their content and honestly, I just immediately fell in love with all of it. I started taking action and that was the first time I ever saw the true impact of focusing in on yourself for a period of time, like monk moding. Um, and I didn't even know what that was at the time, but I just, I went all in and, and started working out. I started my first online business at 14 years old, which is pretty crazy. Um, now, honestly, that's, that's been more normalized. So I've met a lot of young kids who also have online businesses or trying to get an online business might have to do something with Mr. Tate and, and his rise to, to the top. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's my story up until that point. You know, that's, I'm not, I'm not 14, I'm 17 now. And that period between 14 and 17, I tried a bunch of business models, six to be precise. I got into drop shipping after I was doing SMA. And then I, I also had some problems with, with Mr. Zuck and I, I had my ad account banned and then I got into trading, trading stock options and uh, a little risky. And I made a little bit of, a little bit of money and then I lost it. Then I got into high, I got back into e-com, then I got out of e-com, got into sales, and then I started my personal brand and here I am today. So that's my complete story, a little introduction on myself. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty sick. Um, I, like when I whenever we talk, I feel like I see parts of me in you just because you, you're, you were, um, you're 17 right now. I'm yes. 21. So like when I talk to you, it's pretty fun because it's like kind of talking to like, um, like a different <laughs> version of me, I guess. But, um, you're, 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 you're definitely farther than where I was when I was your age. So that's really cool to see. Um, and in general, I don't really talk to that many people in this space. Um, I want to expand my network, but I, I don't know. I'm pretty introvert guys it's a little hard okay. but it's something i've been working on lately um yeah. well this podcast will definitely help out you guys will see a lot of amazing guests in the future i've already got a couple lined up um some people in the marketing space some people in the content space and we're going to be having a lot of conversations so trung you're going to be a little bit out of your shell i think on this podcast 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. We'll see but I think goes. it's a good combination because I I'd say that I'm I'm a little extroverted. You know, I'm I'm a little bit more high energy. Drink a lot of caffeine. You know, no, always no. moving, always always just doing this and <laughs> just and trung is is the is the opposite in a good way in a good way no yeah i'm like um basically like a hermit i don't like go outside <laughs> i i only go outside when i go to the gym and like some walks on occasion but i don't like really party like that yeah so what you can expect from us on this podcast is you know we talk about specifically for entrepreneurs creators and you know, motivated individuals as well. You'll definitely get a lot of value from this. But we talk about how to stay ultra productive in a space that honestly is hustle culture, very closely tied to hustle culture. The original name of my my coaching business like slash program was consistency culture because I wanted to go against that completely. You know, like the I'd say maybe five years ago, um, maybe even like three years ago, we got Grant Cardone, we got Gary Vee, got all these guys who, you know, are worth, they're worth a lot and they have huge followings, but the information is always just go, 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 go. And I always saw that, especially in those three years while I was trying to start different online businesses, there wasn't really any kind of media or creator out there talking about how to actually stay productive and consistent it was always like this is just what you do and that's a that's a, a huge problem in the space i think it's it it's expected that you just keep going all the time that you're working 12 to 16 hour days but i i honestly go completely against that it's only recently where that started to become even slightly popular the idea of deep work and you know guys like dan co and guys like you know, Ross Harkness, like that, those guys just just started to get popular. They had they had no spotlight at all before that, and I know they were posting back then. It just wasn't a topic that that got talked about, like going against that norm of working all the time and just being like, you don't have to do that. You just have to be ultra productive. You just have to manage your time the right way, know the right strategies, and. Honestly, in in short, shorter, much shorter words than that, what this podcast is about is health over wealth, and really just maximizing um, every part of yourself so that you know, you are your business and you can perform at the highest level. Whether you're a solopreneur and you know you're working for yourself, it's important to stay extremely productive. You could be a copywriter, you could be a, a content creator, you could be a coach. You know. All about staying productive yourself because what you put in is what you're going to get because you're the only one working on the business if you have a team you know you got to be a great example for your team you've got to be the the person to start things so really this podcast is for for all entrepreneurs and creators and anyone looking to become the best version of themselves did i hit that right on the head Trung? anything you'd like to add i i think you nailed it on the spot actually one thing i'd add is the whole notion of always being on go mode, go, 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 like mm -hmm. that message, it neglects the fact that a lot of the things that, um, how do I say this, rely on productivity rather, or actually, no, I'd say a lot of the things that um, productivity stems from is creativity. That's what I meant to say. If mm -hmm. you're not able to collect ideas and interpret them or give yourself time to consume new thoughts 
it's tough for you to get things done and you're going to be narrowed into one specific perspective, missing out on potential opportunities, business opportunities, or other things that might come along that you might not notice because you're so zoned in. Um, So I'd say it gives um, a big, big win if you're able to zoom out and take in the big picture of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I saw, I saw a tweet one time. I don't know when I saw it. It was on money Twitter and I have no idea who it's from. I just remember the tweet and it said, it's not about like working 10 hours a day. You don't have to work 10 hours a day. It's about getting four hours done of real work and then spending the rest of the time thinking about your business, thinking about what new ideas, being creative. Like you said, you know, it takes, it takes time to be creative. That doesn't like, if you're always working and you're always stimulating yourself, um, there's honestly two, what people think that, you know, in the self-improvement space, it's always like social media is overstimulating, overstimulating, oh my goodness, overstimulating your mind. That's pretty common. Everybody says that, but nobody talks about how working too much also overstimulates your mind. And so if you give your mind time to breathe, your ideas are going to be better. Quality is going to be better. And if you haven't noticed with online business, it's very, 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 very popular. It's only rising in popularity. Everybody's trying to do something. Everybody's trying to escape the matrix or whatever. And it's it's not about just doing it anymore. It's not, be, it's not about being first. It's about being the most creative and having the highest quality. Because it's about being able to put out quality consistently. Being able to, if you're a creator and you're constantly putting out absolute garbage, you're not going to get any traction. I don't care if you're posting two times a day. You're going to get some followers, but the guy who's posting quality, you know, if someone's posting three times a day and their posts all suck versus the guy who posts, posts one time a day and his post is 10 times better than the other guy's post, maybe it's the idea, maybe it's the editing, maybe it just took more time and it's and it's well thought through. could be a variety of different factors, but that piece of content is going to hit more people. It's going to impact more people versus the, it's like just putting out garbage, you know? No. Yeah. That makes complete sense. Um, one of the things that people really neglect that are in like, they're related to hustle culture. They miss the fact that working a bunch doesn't produce quality. Mm -hmm. I'd say, um, when it comes to focus, focus, dims down the longer you work like you get your focus diminishes the longer you work and if you aren't able to recharge or you're not giving yourself time to recharge your focus is completely gone and the quality of your work you might be getting work done but it isn't the quality that it could be if you were to let's say um compared to how you first like the first few hours of working but yeah yeah. and, and most people who work 12 to 16 hour days, unless you're working for JP Morgan, it's all low value. You're, you're not even, sometimes you're not even working. And I, I know that for a fact, like if you're watching this and your personality, and this used to be me, my, my personality, my identity was based on working all the time. I was the, like the entrepreneur kid. I was working every single second. And then I realized like, it's just, I'm, I'm not even really doing anything. I'm not doing the things that matter. I'm literally answering messages and answering emails and half the time I'm on social media, I'm, I'm just researching or, you know, even when I, when I was dropshipping before, like I would just be watching dropshipping YouTube videos and that's fine. But if you're spending five, six hours a day doing that, 
you already have the information. Just go out there and do it. And I feel like that's a lot of people in the online business space, especially when they get into it immediately. You know, after maybe a couple months, maybe it's a year, you're still around. Most people drop off after that point. They start to realize, like, you know, it's it's not about consuming content all the time. It's not about um, doing all these low value tasks. It's it's not about learning and learning and learning. It's about actually taking action on that and doing that in a short and efficient period of time. No, yeah. Um it's one of the things is prioritizing. I, I mm-hmm. can't stress this enough. Prioritizing has to be number one. And if you're yeah. spending hours upon hours upon hours on tasks that don't matter, then you're not going to get as much done as someone who's spent, let's say, an hour or two on something that is meaningful or um, something that leaves an overall impact. Like if you're sitting around sending comments and engaging for like four hours a day um that's not going to give you much sure you might get comments back but it's not the best use of your time um i learned that pretty um i learned that pretty uh pretty quick the hard way yeah i learned that the hard way because i used to spend so long spent sending out comments i would one story i have is i'd wake up every day i'd post at 6 a.m because that was my that was when my audience was online for some reason. But mm-hmm. after I'd post, I'd sit there for two hours and sit send comments, and I was so drained. I like my headspace was all messed up. And to make things worse, after I'd finished the session, I'd go to the gym and work out. Right, but when I got home from working out, I'd crank out another two hour session of sending comments to <laughs> other creators, hoping they'd comment on my posts but yeah. that's that's just not the best use of your time there's so exactly. many other important things that you can be doing yeah. and it's up to you well it's up to it's up to you but we're going to help you figure out more of those things that actually do move the needle mm-hmm. and make an overall impact in your life yeah and i i used to do the exact same thing actually i mean i i wouldn't spend too, I didn't have too much time, you know, I was going, I'm still going to high school full time as well around, around working on the business and, and building up my, my audience and my personal brand. But I just, I, I thought that that low value task was moving the needle. But if you think about it, you know, like for your example, let's say that, what is that? That is that four hours of time yeah, that's every day? Four hours. Yeah. And I'd post Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So it's like 12 hours a week. So what if you were to just spend, or what if I was, you know, both, we both did this. What if we, what if we were to just spend that time writing higher quality posts, researching the topics more, you know, doing market research and looking at all the competitors and what posts are doing well for them and, you know, coming up with, with hooks and producing better content and, you know, editing videos and working on on the editing style and just making better content for for the people and focusing on impact like i just it it would it would have gotten me results much faster i would be much farther along i know that for sure and i'd assume the same for you as well yeah yeah like those 12 hours were so draining i remember every day i'd um at the end of the day, I'd call my girlfriend at the time on like FaceTime and FaceTime and she'd ask like, oh, how was work today? How was work? And I'd always say the same thing. I was like, oh yeah, work was 
oh, I worked for so long. I spent four hours doing this. It was so productive. But I knew in the back of my head, like, that that stuff isn't really it, – it's not going to move the needle. Like, I, I always dreaded doing it, and I knew that it wasn't going to leave, an old, like, a massive impact, but I still did it. Right. I don't know why, but it's it was – horrible mistake and mm. i've dialed it back since a lot Gosh. yeah yeah i mean just it's just about focusing on those those higher value tasks and like to bring it all back or bring it all together prioritization is absolutely everything so in this podcast not only do we focus just on you know we'll, we'll talk about prioritization but we'll talk about everything when it comes to productivity to help you spend the hours that you have your full focus on the things that are going to produce the most results and so that you can put in uh, a less amount of input but get a higher amount of output just by making that input a little bit different and adding a few things in there. And it might sound complicated from a bird's eye view from being outside the, the productivity bubble, but once you get into it and, and you, re you realize that a lot of the, the same thing in the productivity space, a lot of productivity concepts are lower value, but in this podcast, we focus just on the high value, the high value concepts that are going to actually make an impact in your life and in your business. It's just about finding those or um, are, are implementing those uh, high value tasks into your life, and it's not that hard once you once you understand what exactly you need to do. And I've seen it in my life. Trung's seen it in his life. It just absolutely changes everything once you once you get the right concepts down. So Trung. We're both on Instagram. We're mainly Instagram-based creators. We make our content for Instagram. How about the new Threads app? Okay, so Threads, I was one of the, I think I was one of the first million people to get on to it, <laughs> which is kind of a flex because there's like a hundred million people apparently using the app now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got yeah. it. It's a little bit. It's a little bit. Makes more sense. There are a lot of yeah. People. It's there's so many people on there. Um, right now, I'd say Threads is very bare bones. Um, it's a lot like it's a lot like Twitter, but it's more of a, like a dimmed down version of Twitter. I'd say there's only like the homepage, and when you write the threads, you you only get recommended like the people you're following. Uh... So it's it's not like in depth yet they're they're just starting out with it um, right. yeah. one thing i'm really curious about is how they're going to incorporate um like reach because as creators and cut and um business owners and who create like content and stuff everyone's obsessed with reach how is reach going to be and mm. they haven't necessarily talked about it that much yet and they haven't really um implemented anything new like you don't really see analytics. There's no insights or analytics yet, so you you just don't know how your um, threads are performing. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty excited about it because I've recently got onto Twitter and I write a bunch of stuff on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I like the platform overall, but I'm really intrigued to what they're going to do with threads and how it's going to evolve within the next not just months but like years of them sending updates. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a big rivalry, you know the 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 platforms with Zuck, King Zuck himself, yeah. and Elon. It's a, uh, I don't know. I mean, if they were to meet in person, I've got to say, 
with Zuck's new new oh, yeah. He's probably gonna win. I have to say. I, uh, I don't no? know, man. I, I might I might go with the underdog Elon, bro. Really? I, I'm feeling Elon. I don't uh, know. I don't trust Zuck. Yeah. Zuck's a lizard. I'd say. <laughs> he, he, I don't think a. Wouldn't that give like... him an advantage, though? Let's be honest here. Okay, if he's a lizard. I guess, but maybe he like malfunctions mid fight and just falls oh, over point. and loses. Yeah. So you just, you just never know with Zuck. But yeah. I feel like Elon's more of like an actual person. And would so, accessories I'll... be included? Because I'd say like Elon Musk is like Iron Man. So then. Yeah, got... yeah. He yeah. pull up like one of his Iron Man suits or something. Iron <laughs> <laughs> Man suits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the what do you call? It? I don't I don't really know the terminology. It was like jet blasters. You like fly. Dude, up. I don't know what they're called. I have no idea what they're called. Hot take, but um, Marvel Marvel's recent movies have been kind of dog. They have been dog. I have to agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's just hot. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough because movies. it's tough because Threads is so new and we just don't know much about it mm. um so i right now i'm not really posting on there that much maybe i should be but i i feel like i'm not posting on there because there's no there's no reach like the reach isn't really there um your threads are only being sent to your followers which is it's nice you know but right i mean just, it's not there yet i'd say it, it's about having those content systems in place you know because yeah. if you have the ability to just take tweets from Twitter that you wrote a year ago, a week ago, whatever, and you just put them on threads, then it makes sense. But if you're just a creator on Instagram or you're just an entrepreneur who, who you know, targets their clients through, through Instagram, I don't think it makes sense yet. If, you don't, if, you're, if you're focusing on video, I wouldn't even use threads. I wouldn't touch mm -hmm. it. No, even even me, that. like I don't. I've posted a couple times on Threads, but I really haven't doubled down on it simply because <laughs> I just don't see it there with the reach yet. Maybe it could be six months, could be a year before it starts to to really get all the extra features. Um, you know, Meta is a, a definitely a big company, and they're going to be putting a lot of money into this app to compete with Elon. Um, Zuckerberg's definitely going to be going to be hitting the throttle with it. So I. I have a feeling that Threads is going to have a lot of new features. And as we saw with Instagram Reels, when TikTok, when they just dropped Reels, they started throwing them out. I remember when I first got started on, on making Reels, like it was probably eight months ago, I noticed that my Reels were getting, even though they were absolute crap, they still got a ton of reach. I probably, I probably get similar reach now than I did back then. And there was, there was a dip. Now I remember it started like when I started out with my first reel, the first ever reel I made got like 7,000 views, which is insane for just a new, a new reel. And it was like a 60 second reel, like me explaining full concept Hormozy style. And so it was, it went up. I had a little bit of like a month or a month or two months where, you know, um, reach was up. And then sometime in the new year, like started 2023, everything just, and I remember I had like three or four months where I really had to hone in on how I was writing my, my content. Cause no, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember when they first, um, released reels, I was at the time I was building up my theme pages 
Yeah. And I would spam like three reels every single day. And some of them would blow up to couple million views when i remember one of them went up to like seven million views mm. i was at the park playing basketball with my friends and we finished up one of our games and i went to check my phone and i was like oh my gosh guys look my reel blew up and i showed one of my buddies and he was like dude what's going on and it was just like you'd scroll on the phone and it wouldn't stop the notifications just wouldn't stop they'd pop up like there'd be 10 brand new notifications like 20 new notifications every time Dang. And that was the start. Um, but now, like, views are definitely down, I'd say, compared to how they were before. Mm -hmm. I feel like part of the reason why is because, um, one, it was new. But, two, they also wanted people to use the feature. Right. Mm -hmm. So they boosted up the views. Um, maybe it's not like that. Maybe I'm just crazy. But <laughs> it, the views have definitely dropped off since they first released yeah. Reels on Instagram. And I think it's recovering a little bit, but I still really haven't seen a huge jump like that since then. And so as a, as a creator or anyone posting content, I'd say it's just important to focus on creating consistently and not even focus as much on the engagement you're getting. Just focus on your writing, focus on how you're making the reels, your editing, how everything looks. And then consistency is just going to pay off because uh, it's kind of like Spotify and Spotify's gotten a lot of crap before because, you know, all their, all the, the ad revenue or the, a higher percentage than they deserve would go to the top artists on the platform. You know, the weekend would make like three times what it was actually supposed to make. And yeah. so you, you take a look at the same thing with creators and on Instagram and the best creators are going to get views because they have followers. And if Instagram sees 10,000 of your followers immediately, like, immediately like one post, they're going to throw it out to more people. Like Dan Coe, for example, if he puts a reel out, he's not going to get like, I don't know, a hundred likes. That yeah. would be crazy. That would have to be the worst reel in the history of reels. And he's going to put out some animation. And it's going to get like 20,000 likes immediately. And then it's going to throw it to more people if it's, if it's a really good one. So, that's just how it works. It's just about putting in the work and getting really good at your craft. And I don't think enough people talk about that. I feel like it's always focused on the money and focused on, on getting as much people in regardless of what you're saying. It's really important just to focus on how good the videos are. It's a key. No, my opinion. no yeah. Like people are also afraid to start because they're afraid of looking dumb and like they're worried about how their reels might look or how, crappy they might look or mm -hmm. how much of a beginner they might look right but everybody starts out somewhere whether that's creating reels or writing out content like you're you everyone starts out at zero followers dan co started out at zero everyone started out at zero their post got no likes but what's the difference they actually kept going those guys kept going they didn't mm -hmm. care about looking dumb they knew it was a part of the process that like looking stupid being new that's part of the process and exactly. once you get over that fear i don't think there's much that can stop you just because you're so <laughs> willing to look dumb and incompetent but you know eventually you'll it you'll get used to the things so yeah yeah and i remember i remember russell brunson saying something about how he's when he started his first podcast it was a uh, marketing in your car and he's a, if you don't know who that is he's a uh, 
uh, CEO of ClickFunnels. It's a, a big marketing software, does a lot of revenue every year. And when he was first starting out, the business wasn't doing that great. He was taking out a lot of loans, um, from what I remember from reading Expert Secrets. And he was just, the business was not doing well. And he said, now's the time to start. And that's making a separate point about it doesn't matter if you don't think you're an expert or not, or just just start making content because people care about the journey. Because if you actually achieve what you're, or get closer to the big goal that everyone's trying to get to, could be becoming insanely productive, could be becoming wealthy, could be getting in shape. People want to see, like I, I see some, some reels from um, creators who do fitness content who are currently fat. And it inspires a ton of people. It, it, and it, it inspires like more people than people who are already jacked because all those people are already creating content and they wish they started when they were skinny or when they were fat, you know? So, yeah. but back to, back to what I was saying about, about Russell Brunson, he said that you have to create or what you should create your first hundred pieces of long form content, then go back and look at the analytics because your first, your first 50 to a hundred or, or your first zero, zero to 50 are going to be trash. And 50 to 100 is just going to be, you know, just put it in reps. Then after that, then you start to see, because then, then you're probably going to look at the, the analytics dashboard. And if you've made progress, you will have people who are watching you. And I think that's a problem for a lot of creators on like, like us, where stare at your analytics. Like I was saying before, just focus on the content. Because if you were to take the same time, you were staring at your analytics and trying to crunch the numbers and be like, okay, you know, if I, if I uh, post X many videos and I get this, many, this amount of likes, I'm going to get this many views this month. And it doesn't even mean anything because views or likes don't equal cash, as J.K. Molina, said, J.K. Molina says. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just about focusing on your craft and getting better. Yeah. Um, going back to uh, um, the topic of perfecting your craft, it's really important, I'd say, one of the lessons from for me I um, take away is willing to be able to execute on the days you don't want to. Um, there's going to be days where you're going to see no views or you're, you're going to lose followers, then more followers than you gain. And you have to just drown that out. Um, it's tough because you have these massive dreams and goals mm -hmm. that you want to strive toward, but it's you're not seeing the progress or you're not seeing um the momentum build up but you just have to stick through it and keep going um but the brutal thing is that it, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen within like a year you're gonna have to be patient um one of my biggest flaws is i'm extremely impatient everyone around me can tell you that um it's one of the things i've been working on lately but it's so important. It's one of the best skills that you can learn or adopt because if you're patient and willing to stick through thick and thin for your grand vision. So it's one of my biggest um, things I tell people all the time now is you have to be patient right. um, or else you're going to get drowned out. Yeah. And it's not only just about having patience, but having aggressive patience. You can't just sit there. You got to sit there and do the work and yep. then wait. Don't expect anything. You just work to work. This is who I am now. I'm a writer. I write every day. Yep. Honestly, that's going to make you more fulfilled and, hap and happy than money ever could. And the money will come. Because if, you, if, you, if you're talking about a topic that, that 
has it, you're solving a problem in, people are going to come to you for solutions and the money will come. But it's just about really getting good at articulating that information, getting really good at making videos and waiting it out. Because that's, that's really key. Because I spent, like I was saying before when, in our story, uh, the part of the, the story part of the podcast was I spent three years you know, from 13 to probably around, around 16 where I was just putting in the work relentlessly and I wasn't really seeing any results. And I didn't let anyone who said, you know, you, it's not, it's not making money right now. Why do you keep doing it? I said, I don't know. What else am I going to do? It's, I, mean, I, I don't know. It's like, I just like doing it. And I kept going, I kept building skills. And then you know, that led me to where I am today. And I'm super grateful that I stayed on my journey because if I didn't, I'd be much further behind than I am now. Even if I haven't reached the point where I'm, you know, worth a, a million dollars, I could, whatever, you know, I just, I keep doing this because it's, it's what I like to do. And I'm glad I found something that I'm passionate about that I can work on and, and build something in. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you have to be able to embrace learning, I'd say. Um, a lot of people, I know I struggled with this, they try to stick with their own ways. They think they know everything. Mm-hmm. And that's really flawed because you, you don't, you don't even know how much, um, you think, you know, it sounds weird, but you might think, you know, a lot, but you don't know anything. Right. That's, that's the mentality you need to approach things with, especially when it comes to like the creator space and the online space, just cause things change so quickly. And if you're stuck with one idea or one concept, you might get left behind. Um, whether it's trends on like reels or TikToks or like some um, business tactic that you're right in- implementing, got to be adaptable. You've got to yep. got to see how things are currently and make the right changes. Otherwise, you're going to get lost in the sauce of of whatever industry you're in, if you're a creator, you get lost in, in people who are making that shift and they are, you know, they are starting to grow their personal brands much faster than, than you are. If you're in a certain industry, maybe you're a, a copywriter and an outreach method doesn't work anymore, then change it. But it's also about staying consistent with that long enough to know what you're doing before, to know that it doesn't work. There's a lot of people, they'll be in one business model and they'll go on rotation. So with drop shipping, like I would, I would switch from um, one product store, general store, then I'd go to, um, I'd switch like ad methods. I'd go from Facebook ads to TikTok ads to Facebook ads to Pinterest ads, and I didn't put in enough time on one platform or one strategy to really see the full result of it. So if you aren't staying, if you aren't staying consistent with, you know like I said, like an outreach strategy, or if it could be um, a certain way of doing things to know that it doesn't work, you know, you're never really going to find it because you're not giving it time. So I see all the time, you know, I'll have friends that come to me and they'll say, I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to, I want to, you know, make content. I want to do this. I want to do that. And what happens is they start and then they quit. They'll do this and then they do that. Shiny object syndrome, classic. I went through it. You know, I, I switched my business model six times. It's not good. It doesn't. It you're not gonna you're not gonna see success in any area. You got to stay consistent with it for long enough to know. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- that can be applied to literally everything else in life too. <laughs> so um, true. 
especially with one of the things um, that that can actually be really applied to every year is um, New Year's New Year's re- resolutions and going Ooh, to the gym. That's a good one. It is. Um, every January, I'd go to the gym and there'd be it'd be so packed and with like they they have good hearts, like they want to change. Yeah. But after a few weeks into the month and it's about to hit February, it just dies down and it gets back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's so tough because you begin with all of this courage. You're really excited. I call it the progress paradox. So mm. you start out really um, full of yourself. You really you feel like you're on top of the world. You're ready to crush everything. Yeah. And you go through the gym. Let's say you work out for four times the first week, mm. and you feel amazing. Um, the weekend hits, and you decide, okay, time to rest up. But you still kept the habits that you did when you didn't go to the gym. So you eat like shit. Or you'd go out and, I don't know, like party or something, right? And by by the time Monday hits, you're completely drained and you just don't have the motivation to go. Mm-hmm. And you just stop going and um, you just never go again. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's a cycle. It's a bad cycle. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's why, it's, the reason is because people don't change their lifestyle before. It's not about, one, it's not about starting on New Year's Day, January 1st. That's the worst thing you could do. Honestly, I never start habits on, on January 1st. It's just like, never. like honestly, on, on January, on the first day of the year, I always just say to myself, like, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because what I'm doing is good. Because you know, in some random random month of the year, I decided I was going to, to make a change. Actually, I decided three years ago I was going to make a change in the middle of, what, what was it, like May? I said, I'm just going to change, I'm going to change everything. And then I just got into it. I mean, I wasn't going out on the weekends. I was too young to do that. I still can't drink. So and that <laughs> I was, I, I was just there. And so I had, I had a lot of time and I just decided you got to do the same thing. You got to go into monk mode, into isolation mode and kind of create an artificial version of that, of, you know, basically not having a car. I didn't have a car at the time. I basically, you don't have a car anymore. You're not going anywhere. You're not going to the party. You're not doing X, Y, and Z. You're going to stay home and be bored. So that Monday, when Monday comes around, you got the end of the energy to go to the gym. It's about how much how much that actually means to you. Like how much does it mean to you? You gotta ask yourself that. Because if it means if it truly means as much as as you say it does, then you would sacrifice. Yep. That's what it all is at the end of the day. It's like sacrifice. Sacrifice. If you're not yeah. willing to sacrifice certain things, you're not going to be able to cross off certain goals. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when it comes to fitness, I'd say that's like a prime example because with fitness, you have to watch what you eat. You have to lift weights that are heavy. You have to do cardio. Like it, there's so much things that you have to do that you're um, not like required to do them. But like if you don't do them, you're not going to see progress. Um, one big thing is tracking your calories. Uh, it's not completely necessary, but it definitely helps with your progress because it keeps you on path and on track towards those goals. So it's it's an ongoing cycle of are you able to stay on path mm-hmm. or are you not able to do it and you're going to end up back where you started. Exactly. Yeah, and as soon as you deviate from that path, 
you're you're gone. Like you're going to go back to your old ways, especially if your habits are not in place. If you're not the type of person who ha- already has good habits and you know that, and you, you're like, well, I'm, uh, you're going to go back to doing what you what you you were doing before because it's simply more comfortable. Yeah. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. I think that's from Richard Yu. I'm not actually sure who mm. who did that line, but but it's, a, it's definitely a good line. Like you really got to you got to dedicate three to six months. Could be more. Honestly, it's it three to six be. months of hardship. I'd yeah. say. Yeah, three to six months, and then after that, those habits are will be in place. Just three to six months of of focusing on yourself, not going out, not doing the shit you know you're not supposed to do, and sticking to the path. And once you come out of that cocoon like a butterfly, you're gonna have those you're gonna have those habits in place, and you're gonna be on the right track. So. Yeah, you're essentially a brand new person after those three to six months. Mm-hmm. I remember when I started um, working out and Im- implementing like new habits, I was such a beginner. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was still doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I locked myself in a room, like monk mode, right? I'd lock myself yeah. in a room and I'd, and I'd do the, the corny self-improvement advice. Like, oh, you get meditate, take cold showers, journal, right. read. I did all that. It sounds corny. It sounds like, oh, okay, yeah, duh, you should be doing that. Or, oh, like, oh, what, what, why should I be doing that? But it yeah. actually changes yeah. you. Like, that stuff really actually does. changes you. And to a fault, it kind of impacted me because I kind of isolated myself for too long. And now I'm pretty, like, timid and, like, shy guy. <laughs> but, like, well, nah, it's discipline. It, it's, it, builds, it builds crazy discipline. And that's why I'm so grateful for that period. You know, I, I don't even take cold showers anymore. I take half and half. I take a mm-hmm. hot shower, then I turn to cold. I don't, I really, I mean, I meditate sometimes, but I don't meditate as much as I used to. There's habits that I have from before that I still, I still have, like getting up early, you know, 4.30 a.m., um, journaling before I go to bed, reading before I go to bed, and a lot of other, ha- or deep work in the morning, but and a lot of other habits I don't even notice, but those all started from that one period of, um, of, it was a three to six month period or a six, it was six months from when I got off school because of, of the virus. And, you know, when I went back to school, that's yeah. it. I mean, I just, I took advantage of that time. Yeah. But if you don't have that time given to you, like I did, you got to make it, you got to say, Oh no. Yeah. There's no excuse. Like you have off. to make your own time. It made because... it 10 times easier because I had that time off. But if I didn't, I probably I probably would have never made the change. I wouldn't be who I am today. I'd be doing something completely different. Be, yeah. I don't know. But just focusing on yourself for a period of time, not giving to your energy to people who are negative, who want to bring you down, and just um, I, and honestly, a big part of it is having positive influences, changing what you're watching. You could be watching the news every night. Turn that off. Throw turn that, that off. You don't need to know. <laughs> that's yeah. my take on it. There's, if you if you need to know something, you'll hear about it. I don't know if that's controversial, but I I don't watch the world. It news. might. I, I I don't think I've watched the news in like ten years, honestly. Yeah, I I stopped watching news. I mean, I used to I used to have news on my social media, and then I, I cut it off because it just it it boils negative emotions that you you don't have no control over over who's in charge. Right. I mean, no matter you vote, but. 
it's not going to impact you as much as you think on a, exactly. an individual level. Right. So like, even if you think, if you don't like the, like somebody that gets elected, um, mm -hmm. it might, you might feel a little uncomfortable about it the first month or two, but over time you realize the guy has nothing to do with your life and your life is fun, like in your firm grasp like you have a firm grasp of your life there's no yeah. one else influencing it it's just you and if you view things that way you'll be a lot happier than if you didn't right i mean it's a it's a dangerous mindset to have that that rely i i don't I, I don't know if this is a term already but like a reliance mindset so you think that you're or you are relying you might this might not even be conscious it could be subconscious where you are relying on someone in charge to fix your life for you you should be fixing your life yourself you have the power to change everything you could get up tomorrow go to the gym and and work out and then come home and start that online business no one's stopping you no Who's one is stopping you? you like who, stopping you? who is stopping you you just don't want to do it or right. if you already have that established you could take yourself to the next level just by going getting in that cocoon and just hunkering down, getting done the work you need to get done. You probably have already done it if you're if you've already if you've already took the the leap and, and started your own business or or whatever you're doing. And that's just about doing the same process again until you evolve like a Pokemon or something. <laughs> and then you reach that the peak form. And then and then everything comes to you, attracts to you. So yeah. yeah it's it's really important because if you do build up that reliance you're not um in control of anything like exactly. why would anyone want to live a life that they're not in control of right. it's it's just it's not fun um i remember i had that mindset when i was in um high school mm -hmm. and <laughs> i always blame things on other people like i remember I'd get a, sh a crappy Spanish grade yeah, and I'd blame the teacher. I was one of those kids. Mm. My grades were good, but Spanish was like my one little iffy thing. Yeah. And whenever I got a bad grade on the test, I'd always blame the teacher. Like, oh, it's always their fault. Or if, right. or if um, someone doesn't understand what I say, it's their fault. I, in reality, it has to be up to you. It has to be up to you to be clear enough. Yeah. Like, articulate properly you know so it's if you're viewing things from that lens you're going to be really cut off to certain opportunities because you simply just don't see them in front of you yeah yeah just about having that that self-accountability and and being able to to take control of the reins of your life and put that into action and consistently do that even if you're not seeing results you know like it, once you start that's that's good. You started. Great. Now you've got to stay consistent for years and not expect anything. It depends on what you're doing. You know, with the gym, for me at least, I, I saw I got those beginner gains. I've been I've been consistently working out in the gym. I used to do calisthenics at home. I got a little bit of gains, but calisthenics is a little different. I wasn't as consistent as I should have been. And then I decided I was going to to get started again in like November ish of last year. And got started been going to the gym consistently and you know, I've seen results, but a lot of people can't even make it to that mark because I was so used to waiting from online business 
Like I, I just, I, I'd become me. That's the thing I do. Like I enjoy doing it. It's what I do. It's who I am. What am I going to do? Not do it. What am I going to, where am I going to spend my time? That's more work, honestly. It gets to yeah. a point where like, what, do, what are you going to do with your time? It's like, I get, you got to find shit to do with your time afterwards. And then, yeah, but once, it, once you realize that it just takes patience and you're okay with that, and, and, and it just changes everything. It really does. Yeah, like once you get to the point of, um, let's say for the gym example, like if mm-hmm. you work out, if you've been working out for so long and you don't go for a day, it just feels weird. It doesn't feel, really, it yeah, doesn't really feel right. I know I get that feeling a lot. Like if I skip a day, sometimes I might skip a day for whatever reason. It just doesn't feel right because mm-hmm. you know you should be there. It's You've been doing that you've been doing it for so long and mm-hmm. like it's why arnold still hasn't stopped working out yeah like the famous bodybuilder he still goes to the gym every day because it's part of who he is mm-hmm. and whether it's writing content or um staying patient with your business like you have to get to that point of it's part of your personality it's part of you it's part of what you do every day that's just because that's how you stick with it for that long because mm-hmm. if it's still an, if it's still a separate entity from you you're not going to be able to sit yeah. as long as you probably need to be right and once you do start getting those results what i've heard from from a lot of mentors of mine is it's honestly hard to to sleep at night because you want to be working cuz the money's there for you know, once you once you've got that six figure business seven figure business you've got that great physique when you have the great physique, it's about maintaining it. Like, if, especially if it's your livelihood, if you're a fitness influencer, or even if in your in your everyday life, like, what would everybody else think? Like, that same worries that keep you stuck um, now, or if you are ahead, this you know, this would be you, this example. But the same shit that keeps you stuck now is going to keep you stuck in the good habits later. So, like I said, the fitness influencer or the the person who's just jacked who doesn't want any everyone to think that he let go or let himself go, self sabotage. And the entrepreneur who is making six or seven figures a year, it's like you get up and you've got, you've got, you can just keep booking meetings. You, It's just you pushing the needle forward. Like yeah. your brain's like, oh, I got to provide for my family. Like, this is who I am. This is what I got to do. You're like, oh, you know, fuck it. It's what? It's like, mm, it's 5 a.m. I woke up two hours early. I just get up. Just get up and work. Just I love that. But yeah. getting to that point is the hardest part. If you're not at the point now, it's just about consistency because, you know, consistency plus time equals results. That's, that's the truth. That's all it takes. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, I'd say also consistency, consistency, consistency and time. What I'd add to that is patience too. I'm going back to what we said about patience earlier. Like it's time might be it might take a while of time but if you're not patient with the time you're you're screwed like you're not going to see what you want you're not going to be able to cross off certain milestones you might not be able to fulfill those visions that you have like even when you were like a little kid it's so tough to be patient because we were wired um to grab things as kids and the patient kid always wins. Like that's why they give out like rewards and stuff for patients to kids. I don't know about you, but like in elementary school for me, they gave out awards every like trimester. We had trimesters and 
they give um, out these rewards for certain traits that kids um, were seen mm-hmm. with. Like patience was one, like empathy was one, honesty was one. Yeah. Like they, it's these traits are so important to develop, not just as kids, but like as adults. Like just because you're old now doesn't mean you can't still develop these traits. Like Matt is 17, I'm 21. Like I could still develop the traits at 21 just as well as how Matt does at 17 or how someone else does at 40, you know? Like it's, it doesn't matter how old you are. Like right now is the perfect time. And in particular, who has a lot of these traits we've been talking about. And he's um, famous for flannels and jean shorts. Yeah. Did you guess who he is? Alex Ramosi. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, I remember reading his book, um, $100 million offers. I know he's releasing, he recently announced he's releasing. $100 million his, leads. Yeah, $100 million yeah, leads. I'm so hyped for that. Sure. Oh, yeah, I'm so Instant hyped. Instant buy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the day it comes out. Um, but I remember reading in his book about how he was down to like his last like $50 or $100 or something in his bank account. I think it was, well, I think it was the last thousand dollars. Yeah. Something like, something like that. And he, he spent it and he just sucked, he sucked his way through it. Um, pause, but (laughs) keep going. (laughs) But, but... (laughs) (laughs) You want to do like a cut like this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he he um he pushed his way through it, pushed and his way through it. yeah, and he eventually like you know most of you might know now he's worth a bunch of money and he he has many successful businesses and now he helps people with their own businesses scale yeah so that that's the main takeaway here is to stay patient everyone needs to stay patient whether you're Alex Ramosi, Elon Musk or even like Zuckerberg like all those guys were patient mm-hmm. and they had to see those hardships just like how you are right now. So it's all a part of the process and you just have to trust that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and one more thing about Ramosi, you know, he came into the space in, in what, 2022 or 2021 and his shit was so unique that it on I mean, it took a little bit of course, but it pretty quickly gained a lot of traction. And he became the biggest, one of the biggest names in online business. I'd say the biggest name in online business. And it's honestly, it's honestly insane the growth that he's had because around the whole short form content idea, you know, it birthed me and you basically. I started not because of Hermosi directly, but because of someone that was inspired by Hermosi by someone who was inspired by Hermosi, by someone, you know, or someone inspired by the person before them, by someone inspired by the person before them. And everybody honestly just conforming to to short form content and that whole style. And it really goes to show the power of uniqueness. And I'm not, I mean, I use Hormozy style, all my videos are Hormozy style. I'm gonna admit that, of course. But I try to be as unique as possible with the way that I say things. I put my personality in videos. I talk about things that are that are personal to me. Talk about personal stories, and that's really the key to content—not only content, but also differentiating yourself in business in general. So, if you're a, a personal trainer, the way to stand out is by being yourself. If you're a 
creator in the productivity space, the way to to stand out is by being yourself. You know, it could be in a marketing agency. The way to stand out is by is by putting yourself in the business and have, letting it have a personality and making connections with people and in networking and and having a, a your own unique strategy to getting clients. It could be anything, but just having that unique unique uh, personality persona around the around the business. So, yeah. 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 Um, so to wrap things up, um, <laughs> we'd like to thank you for listening to making it this far. Yeah. Making it, if you made episode. it this far, you're actually the coolest person. On you earth, are cool, one of the coolest people on earth. Mm -hmm. Um, but we'd like to thank you for making it this far. And, and shoot us a message on Instagram, letting us know if you made it this far. Oh my gosh. You have yes, to send, send, us. send us the message, um, elevated all caps. And I'll know. Yep, elevated all caps. If you we can hook you up far. with. If you don't have our free guides, can I hook you up with our free guides? I know Trung has his second brain guide. I have my oh, free, yeah. my free self reflection guide. Um, those are definitely great, and and you'll you'll love them. So, um, also if you have any questions, or if anybody has any questions on on anything productivity related, um, it could just be a personal question. You need advice. You need someone to talk to. Trung and I are here. We got you covered, especially if you made it this far in the podcast. And yeah, we're just going to be staying consistent with this aggressive patience with the podcast. Not going to be perfect overnight. This is the first episode, you know. You know, it just goes to show the power of you know when you start out, as as Alex Hermosi says, um, you're so you're bad when you start out, but you become so not bad that you actually become pretty good. And so, if you stick around you'll see this podcast become 10, 100,000 times better than it was when the first episode started. And you'll be here from the beginning. So. There's, not, there's not that many people who are going to be able to say that. So exactly. you're definitely going to be a part of an exclusive group if you stick around. So, exclusive. <laughs> yeah, exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that wraps up the first episode of the Elevated State Podcast. And stay tuned for the next one. Peace out. Peace.